Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to StrayCast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace! I'm John DeMate with Them Jigs. Today, I'd like to share with you a little bit about a couple products that we have in our lineup that we're really excited about. The first product I'd like to talk to you about today is the Joe Football Head Jig. Right out of the package, you'll notice that our football head jig is different than most on the market. What makes our jigs different is the quality of components. Let's start with the hook. These hooks are custom made for us in Japan. 90 degree bend, black nickel hooks, razor sharp, JDM quality. All of our Joe football head jigs have living rubber skirts. They're hand tied with copper wire to ensure that they stay affixed and it also helps them to flare while they're in the water. We powder paint and heat cure each jig to ensure that the paint stays on your jig even when you're fishing rock. Another feature that separates our jig from other jigs on the market is the screw lock keeper. The screw lock keeper does a couple things for you. Not only does it keep your bait fixed, it'll save you money on soft plastics that pull off of standard barb keepers. The second product I'd like to talk to you about is our hybrid flip and swim jig. We also have a custom hook in our flip and swim jig. It's a four-aught, 30-degree bend, black nickel hook. It has the same durable paint, the same great keeper, and a hand-tied silicone skirt to complete it. So if you're looking for a premium product that's going to give you an edge over your competition, look us up at demjigs.com. Stank's Bait Company has been hand-pouring and injecting soft plastic baits since 2009. Each bait is hand-poured with you in mind, and each bait is injected with fish-catching juice. They've got over 20 baits to choose from. And Stank's Bait gives you unparalleled custom colors, and they'll match the hatch of your local lake forage. Plus, they feature soft plastic custom airbrushing, and now they offer their services to you and your soft baits. So pretty, you'll want to frame it. But don't, because the fish aren't going to see it on your wall, and they're not going to smell it until you get it in the water. You can find them online at stanksbaitco.com or at Tackle Warehouse, Fisherman Central, Sportsman's Direct, and DNR Sports. Stanks Baits. Get them. The swim jig technique is one of the most successful ways to put fish in the boat. Time in and time out, Bravani Bait swim jigs are just the right tool for the job. Beaming with quality, the Bravani swim jigs come in a myriad of colors, feature the best premium hooks and solid trailer keepers to give you, the serious bass angler, the confidence you need to accomplish your goal of putting more fish in the boat. So go to BravaniBaits.com and start climbing the ladder to swim jig success. Rageous Outdoors is quickly becoming the industry leader in tournament fishing apparel. There's no better way to represent your sponsors than with a Rageous jersey. At Rageous, you can get a short sleeve, long sleeve, sweatpants, the best prices in the industry. Rageous also offers club and team discounts, special high school and college prices. Our website is easy to navigate, and Rageous' staff will make the process quick and easy for you. Rageous Outdoors, offering high-quality tournament apparel for the weekend angler. Outfit yourself from head to toe. Check out Rageous online at www.rageous.com. Welcome back to Straycast Outdoor Cartoon Television. I'm your host, Pat Renwick. This guy's sitting to my right uh, on, the, uh, on the WWW World Wide Web thing. This is Ryan Popcorn Whitaker. And right now, yeah. we have uh, the champion. The champion is on the phone. He is the Megalodon of the Mississippi. And he's the uh, 2017 Potomac 
FLW Tour Stop Champion. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the legend, Tom Monsoor. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's pretty good. Yes, sir. Tom Monsoor. This is, oh, thank you. This is happening right now. The Megalodon of the Mississippi. That's what they, that I called you. I just made that up right now. Yeah, that, that was good. Yeah. That was real good. That's, that's you. <laughs> Congratulations, yeah. man. That's, that's what I know. It was unreal, isn't it? I'm pretty happy. Dude, you finally me. won, Tom. You finally won. Oh, my. Hey, I've lost by one ounce. It's a killer. Yeah. To finally win. I tell you, when you break that nut, though, things happen. I love busting a nut. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, 30 years ago, probably, I started winning my first BFLs. And after I won the first one, then it was all over. I won a bunch of them then. There, I mean, you, well, you, you, you pop the cherry and bust the nut right there at the same time. That's <laughs> yep. phenomenal, dude. Said it again. I mean, yep. you, you really did it. I, I mean, and, and just a, a sweet victory on, on, some, on a body of water that, that you love. And I don't, not necessarily the Potomac, but just river systems, man. I mean. Yeah, and weeds, shallow weeds, too. That, yeah. That's my, one of my favorite things. Like Okeechobee, you know, the. I just love that kind of fishing. And, and what, what, what is it about that that you like so much? Is it the surprise of not knowing where one's hiding in there? Well, sometimes there'll be 40, 50 in a spot. <laughs> I right. mean, you never, you never know when you're weed fishing. If you're on the Mississippi, especially later in the fall, you'll get schools of them that would blow your mind, you know, 50, 100 fish. Mm-hmm. I had one spot once. I, I probably caught 500 fish out of one 15-foot circle. Wow. That's crazy. It's amazing. And, and you got to catch them doing your favorite thing, winding the swim jig. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, the last day it was really bad, windy, nasty, and I, I caught a small limit. And I told, I looked at my cameraman, I said, you know, these other guys, I'm thinking Brandon McMullen's going to come in with 20 pounds and, <clears throat> you know, a couple other guys going to have 17, 18 pounds because they've, they've been going up. So I said to my cameraman, we're going to go have fun. We're going to get out of this wind and just go have fun. I love fishing, so let's go have fun. So we made a, about a 30-minute run. It should have been a 10-minute run. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad it was. Wow. And we got to this nice, calm pocket. I knew it would be out of the wind. And we just stayed there. But for an hour and a half, I didn't get bit, except for catfish. Uh-oh. And then I and then I got back to back a four and a three and that really helped. And that that's wow. that started you off, man. And you ended up with sixty six pounds and some change, dude, for four days. Yeah, I know that's pretty good for there. That's, that's, that's good river weight for anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, it is. That's that's what I'm getting yeah. at, man. And and you had a. I mean, yeah. Go ahead, Tom. It was unreal. It really was. I uh, I had I had a lot of fun. I mean, it was really really. Of course, when you win, you always have fun. But it, it was it, it was really neat. The first day, I ca- I caught twin four tens. Wow! Really? I, mean, I put them on I put them on the scale for big bass, and each one of them weighed four ten. Now that's a good day. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. you know that's lining up. That, I mean that that's right. lining yeah. up. I mean, and and yeah. you're you've been at this. You've done well. You either, you know, and no offense by this, but you do either really good or you do really bad in tournaments. You know, and I mean, yep. and and that yep. just seems to be the your pattern. I don't know that I say that wrong. I don't know yeah. what I'm talking about, but yeah, you know, 
Back in the BFL days, I was points champion four years in a row. I don't know if anybody's ever done that in, in a BFL even. Wow. You know, I mean, that's phenomenal. In the fifth year, I was in second place, and then I started fishing the tour. Right. I mean, so, I mean, you know, I used to be really consistent, but when you're on tour and you're running around the country, and I'd never been to a lot of these places, I mean, it's a learning process. When you travel that much, they always say that's what separates the men from the boys is when you get on the road. Yeah, it's a and t- Tom, uh, in, in the interview right after you won, you said you can die happy now. And uh, yep, I think I, I think meant, that I meant it. You meant it, but you want to win again, don't you? Oh, I sure do. You know, and you know, guys, Bass fan, and other people called me uh, the third night. Well, you think you're going to win? And I told them, no. Well, I've never heard nobody say that. That's in first place. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, I didn't think I was going to win. You know. I mean, I was just honest. I'm 60. You know what I found out last night? I'm the oldest guy to win a FLW tour event. Wow, that's outstanding. Where's the Isn't studio audience cool? for that one? We, we got a studio audience here. I should go oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't know that. Wow. But I, I, yeah. I looked it up on the internet, and bang, there it was. There was somebody, I, I couldn't believe it. Dude, I mean, again, we're, we're so stoked for you. I've been, been following you for years. I mean, and we all love th- this part of the, uh, the country. I think everywhere in the country now, we love throwing a swim jig. I mean, we really do. Oh, man. And you're, you're like a... You know, go ahead. I've taken old... You know, I get auctioned off for charity around here. <laughs> I've taken 70-year-old ladies and little kids out, and I tie a swim jig on and just... I tell them, just throw it anywhere. <laughs> throw, throw it out and reel you know, it in. And they get... They catch fish, everything, northerns, walleyes, bass, you know, it doesn't matter, you know. They have a heck of a time, and anybody can throw it. If you're two years old or 80 years old, you can throw it. And and I'm such a dum-dum, Tom. Like, years ago, I thought that I invented the swim jig um, because... How, 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 many, how many years ago? Oh, like... Uh, I, I, I started... I started about 40 years ago. Yeah, you t- And winning gotcha. tournaments on, on it at 35 years ago. No, no. I, I know I did not invent it, but I never oh, even okay. heard. I know this. I'm not claiming that. I, I'm a knucklehead. I didn't do that. But what happened was I, <laughs> I, I remember fishing on, on Okeechobee in like, I don't know, nine, oh, wow. 93 or something. And I kept, yep. I kept getting bit after I, I'd toss out the jig. And I'd reel it in, and that's when they were hitting it. When I started to reel it in after pitching it at reed yeah. clumps, and I'm like, "Oh that's my god!" How I, that, yeah, that's how I learned too. I was winding my jigging pig in one day, and one grabbed it. Yeah. Well, the light bulb went off, you know, just like it did with you. You know, I, that that's how you learn. That's Start how winding. you learn things. You know, it's crazy, man. It's an evolutionary <laughs> process, and now um, swim jigs have evolved. Okay, and and I I hear this all the time, and I kind of see it uh, on on different uh, tour level events and on different styles of anglers. But there seems to be two schools of swim jig fishing, and and it's southern style and northern style. Do do you agree with that, or is it just the same thing? You know, I don't know about styles, but I do know this. You know, a, a great crankbait fisherman. You know how many crankbaits there are? Yeah. To fish, you know, 30 feet to fish 2 feet? Sure. Well, I can take a swimming jig and fish it anywhere. Fish any it. depth, 
mm-hmm. you know, any situation. That's the, that's the thing you need to learn about a swimming jig. I can apply it anywhere, anytime, you know, in any situation. Different colors, different weights, different size heads, you know. Trailers. It, it's just that simple. Yeah. Yeah, it seems trailers to me. are trailers are real trailers are a huge part of it, like in dirty water or clean water. I mean, there's so many. Di- it's just like a crankbait specialist. There's not one crankbait. There's a hundred crankbaits. Sure. There's not one swimming jig. There's a a mere a million. You know, I mean, just so many different ways to fish it in colors. Break down. Break it down. Break down and trailers. Some, give me some swim jig basics and and give me some advanced swim jig techniques, man. I mean. <clears throat> Like, give me talk. Let's talk a little bit about colors, and let's talk about different trailers. Okay, weights are. I think okay. weights are kind of like you know you that that most smart anglers can can figure out weights according to the situation. But let's talk about colors, right, right. and let's talk about trailers. Okay, we'll tell you what, we'll get really basic. Okay, there's three basic colors. You know, for guys starting off, there's three basic colors you need. You need black and blue. You need white. And green pumpkin is always good, you know, a lot of places. Okay. I mean, those three colors, if fish won't bite one of those three colors, they aren't worth fishing for, I always tell myself. <laughs> gotcha. And, and, you know, and, and if you're fishing eight feet or less, a quarter ounce is all you need, you know, to keep it simple. Sure. You know, and you want, you, you want one with a light wire hook so you can make long. Another thing is the long cast. I get a lot of my bites as soon as it hits the water, because the fish don't know you're there. The further you are away from the fish, the better. You know, a lot of times I'll make a really long class cast in clear water, shallow water, and I'll see a fish come from 10, 20 feet to get it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, that's fun, you know. That's mostly a northern thing because they're so stupid. But <laughs> <laughs> So that's northern you know, style. And we got that clear water, yeah. too. Yeah. And, and, and then you need a good seven foot medium heavy rod. Okay. I, I got a special rod I really love now. It's a loose with the wind grip handles. They when you get wet they don't slide. I was I had black slime and two of my spots was terrible. And I had to pick it off the jig every cast. Oh. Every cast. So my hands were soaked but my hands didn't slip on this wind grips that loose came out with. And it's a super light rod. It's actually called a light. Okay. And it's so sensitive, it's unbelievable. And it's not, it's like a couple hundred dollars. That's ridiculous. I'm used to like $400 rods, $400 reels. I actually bought my first light rod. It was 200 bucks. The reel was the one of the new loose reels that came out with wind grips. I just had to try this stuff. I'd see that Bass Pro and play with it. Just like everybody else, you know, sure. I always look at all the reels because the, the feeling in a reel and a rod is everything. It's like a good golf club. Mm-hmm. You know, and so anyway, I got this loose reel with the wind grip handles, and I actually didn't know if I'd like the handles, you know, because I, I like them flat paddles more on my other loose reels, you know. But as soon as I started fishing it, it didn't come out of my hand at all. It was, you know, when you got bit, sometimes you're, it flies around, your hand slips off. None of that. That is one of the neatest outfits I've ever fished now is that with the wind grips. Nice. Now, I got to ask yeah, you about I mean, that. That's a neat little tip because a good rod and reel is, is key. And, and once again, the reel, that's like 260 bucks. That's nothing for a good reel, a quality oh, reel. You get what you pay for. It's it's like any yep. good tool, you know. 
I got to ask you about the trailers, Tom. Yeah, talk Um, about those. uh, With with trailers, is that a seasonal thing? Will you switch it up seasonal, or or is it just a situational kind of thing? Well, yeah, here's the deal with a trailer. If you're fishing, you know, shad, crayfish, whatever, you you know, matching the hatch, you know, all those things matter. On a a white jig, 99% of the time I'll be throwing a 3.5-inch swim sinkle, white, you know, matching a shad. Most people don't know about this 3.5-inch. When Gary first made that, I, me and my son were down in Okeechobee at one of the tour events, and Gary walked up to me and opened his hand, and he had this prototype 3.5-inch swim sinkle. And my son looked at it and goes, oh, my God, Dad, the smallmouth are going to go nuts over that. It comes in a crappie package, doesn't it? Doesn't it come in a, in a bag with a crappie on it? No, they that's regular, you know. That's they've three. got three now they've got well now they've got everything. They got three point five, four, four point five, five, you know. I mean, they got every size now. But I don't think most people know that that little one is one of the best of all of them. And that's a boot you know? tail? Is that like the boot tail? Yeah, it's like a boot. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, it's it, it's really cool and it's got the way it's set up, it swims really good. I mean the way it's made. I mean he did a good job. I give him that. It, it, it's beautiful, you know. Now, what then, you, th- you know? What? Go ahead, Tom. I'm sorry. I was, I was going to say then, you know, when you get out of the shad patterns, then you're going to get into either a perch or a bluegill pattern, you know, a sungill color like that, you know, or a perchy pattern or a bluegilly pattern when they're on beds and stuff, when the bluegill are bedding and, and bass are roaming around on some of the southern lakes. That's another pattern, but not not that relevant. The real pattern I get into is the black and blue and, and the green pumpkin. And the difference is the black and blue works just about anywhere, anytime, any conditions. But if it's a little dingy, it's the best. Okay. And the green pumpkin it, in clear water, that's where it shines. I mean, it just shines, just like a green pumpkin sinkle. You can't beat it. Can't beat that. Now, is that, you know, you are, you throw, that are you throwing that swim sinkle on all these? Uh, I do throw the swim sinkle on all of them at times, but what, like this time, and and for the last oh, month, I've been I've been using the uh, the uh, flapping hog in black and blue mm. and in green pumpkin uh-huh. because I'm not swim I'm not really swimming it. I'm kind of hopping it and pulling it through the weeds, and when it hits the weeds and you pop it off it, that's when they just wig out on it. I freaking I, you know they probably it. think it's. Yeah, it's a crayfish jumping off the weed, and it's up in the air, and they see that, and I know they look at it and go, I can catch that. (laughs) (laughs) Are you you biting part of it off? Are you biting part of the flapping hog off, or is it the whole bait on there? No, I just put the whole thing. I take the side side appendages off. Gotcha. Take the arms off. Okay. Nice. That's outstanding. I mean, you, you you probably don't need to, but I do. You know, right? But they love that thing. You know, that's what I caught all of my fish on. I, I mean, I caught some on a sinkle. I caught them some. A lot of guys were catching them on a five-inch swim sinkle, just rigged like a sinkle, swimming it. That was a real big one of the big patterns there. You couldn't buy a swim sinkle in anywhere, Dick's <laughs> or any place out there. 
when that was going on. I mean, it was crazy. You couldn't buy any flapping hogs because I mentioned it one night. And they're gone. You know, after they're the second gone. day. They're go- they were gone, you know. <laughs> I gave some to some kids, and then I went to look for some more, and there weren't any. <laughs> did you say, did you, say <laughs> you don't work them, they work for you. And then you threw it to them? Yeah. Is that how it went? Just like the Yamamoto commercial <laughs> no. with R- Roland Morgan? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. hey, I no, got Hey, let the Facebook kid, people when, ask. Hey, when, we, when kids ask, oh, my when kids ask me for things, I got to give them some. <laughs> hey, we're doing this Facebook Live, Tom, and your fans are are loading us up with questions here. We got to get these in, or they're gonna they're gonna have our okay, heads. Okay, yeah. go 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 go. What, what do we got, JP? All right, we got Joseph Moore wants to know when when do you use rubber and when do you use silicone on a swim jig? Ooh, that's a good one. Do you hear me? Okay, I didn't hear it. Okay. Oh, try it again. Up. He wants to know, when do you use, like, a living rubber, and when do you use a silicone on a skirting material? Boy, no, that's, a, that's a good question. When I first started, all I used was living rubber. But the stuff, it, it's the best, but it gets nasty. You know, it melts, and, I mean, it can, it can be uh, just a terrible nightmare. So I got into the... I actually ended up going up to Skirts Plus in, in Minneapolis. Mm. I don't know how I found out. I don't know how I discovered these people, but I found out about them because I, I, you know, was making all my own stuff. I used to make tie flies and stuff, so I get into matching thing colors and stuff. I'm really into it. Like a wo- that place is like a woman's ultimate shoe store. <laughs> so I get up there and, and he, <clears throat> I get up there and they got every color. I mean, they sell skirts to everybody. I mean, it's unreal. So I'm up there, and I'm like a kid in a candy store for three hours looking at every skirt, you know, they got. And I got to be friends with them. And now, I mean, I go up there, and I'm in heaven. I've got every color imaginable, and it's all silicone. You know, they make they make some ultra-tone that looks like living rubber and feels like living rubber, but it don't mat up like living rubber, too. Gotcha. You know, so so I got away from the living rubber after I discovered them. And it work, the silicone works fine, and the ultratone works fine. You know, I mean, you, you know that that other stuff is just so hard to work with. So you don't you don't get really so in I, depth I, I prefer, and start counting what? strands or anything, do you? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> How many strands that's, is too many? <laughs> on an actual real swim jig, anything more than twenty two doesn't work. <laughs> 22 is the magic number because then it, okay. it, it actually makes a, a perfect circle on the jig with no doubling up wow. and it swims perfect 22 strands apparently tom figured that out no it's a serious thing lots of guys count the strands on yeah. yeah that's not he's not being crazy no nope. yeah, nope. it is crazy but it's awesome too. i've had guys ask for jigs with eight strands in them i mean people People yeah. get crazy about that. Eight what, strands? Are you tie? Yeah, I mean, I've had guys had me tie them jigs for with eight strands, but I don't know what they're doing. Wow. Um, might as well I don't know what they're doing with eight strands. Yeah, <laughs> they're dum dums. I mean, but what are you, you talking about? Much, the, but you got you got you got to have some. I mean, you got to have twenty two right. is the, the the perfect number. That's all I can tell you. That's one pad, but usually I don't use one solid color. I'll, I'll I might mix four colors. On one jig to come up with that 22, you know? So if a fish rips one off and it's got 21, you just throw it in the garbage? What? If a fish rips one off and you only have 21, do you just trash that jig? You just throw it oh, away? Oh, no. I'll fi- they, hey, they chew them to death. 
<laughs> you know, even in this, even in this tournament, you know, by the end of the day, there's probably twelve strands left in the tinsels, all just messed up everywhere. You know, but they're still eating it. I mean, you know, when you're into the fish. I think sometimes the more battered up it looks, the more they like it. <laughs> uh, it looks like a cripple, you know. <laughs> the artist swim jigging, dude. You are the yeah, you yeah. are the master of the uh, you are the sensei of swim jigs. There is no doubt. Wax oh, on, God, I tell wax you, off. There's so much, you know. It, it it could there could be a book about it. There's so much to it. People have no idea, you know, fishing it. Fishing at 30 feet deep. I did a, uh, a story uh, interview a couple hours ago, and we were talking there from Table Rock down in the Ozarks and stuff, and they wanted to talk about deep water fishing the swim jig, you know. And I remember at Beaver Lake the first time I had a couple top fives there, and that's where I missed it by an ounce. And I mean, 30 feet deep. I just adapted to that clean, deep, clear water. Same thing with a... Then I was throwing a little little swim sinkle again and a and a grub, you know, a Yamamoto white luminous grub. Gotcha. Right. Hey Tom, I know I know we're beating the swim jig topic to death, but the one thing I got to know is what line you're throwing it on. Do you throw I, you it know, on braid? I, I found, No, I don't. I throw it on fluorocarbon. This time I was using sixteen pounds Sugoi. It's a Japanese line. Okay. And it. It's it's a kind of a gray. There's a white and a gray, or clear and a gray. I like the gray, and it was 16 pound because I was fishing in in thick weeds. Gotcha. You know, and 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 they were big fish too. There was five pound fish, so you, you know you can't be fishing 10, 12 pound in in that thick stuff. Right. But if I'm out if I'm out on Beaver Lake or a clear lake, I'll be throwing 10 or 12 at the most. Wow. Okay. Swim jig master. Huh. That's Tom Monsoor. Hey Tom, you can't see us right now, but but uh, I wish I could. I know. I wish I could. We're so handsome. It's. I mean, you, you should really see, but but not really. Pat's got an awesome flat top. Yeah, I do. I'm very clean cut. But the uh, but you know what I'm holding up right now is uh, I'm holding up uh, a Hedden Black Sucker Minnow right now. <laughs> really? I, I wish you could see really? it. Yeah, it's it's outstanding. Look at that thing. Yeah, I, I got it. I got it at, for for four dollars. I found it for four dollars. Really? <laughs> no, not really. I'm just playing with you. But <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to fishing, you got to give me a break. I'm gullible. <laughs> I... <laughs> We're all gullible. Did you Did you ever find the head and black sucker minnow? <laughs> a head and black sucker minnow. I've got about half a dozen of them. Yeah. I didn't know that's what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have. I have a green one. Nobody has that I know has a green one. Dang, you got a, quite a collection, I hear. Oh my God, you have no idea. I love fishing lures. Yeah, you. You and, know, I just love them. Do you know uh, my buddy Dan Basor? Yeah, yeah. Dan is awesome, and he had. In fact, he's getting inducted into the Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame. I'm not sure if you're aware of that oh my, or not. Oh no, I'm not. That's cool. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, and uh, I mean, yeah. I know. I, he's a big lure buff. That's what me uh, antique lure buff, and that's what made me think of it with with you. But man, oh, it's it's such a neat thing. And you know, you know, it's really funny. All these guys come up with these new lures, like the Whopper Plopper and the Chatterbait. They were made sixty years ago. <laughs> 
You know, I got chatterbaits in the in the package from sixty years ago. South Bend made them. Really? It's unbelievable. These guys, oh, these guys don't come up with anything new. Believe me. <laughs> they've somehow somehow they've gotten into some of these collections like I have, and saw this stuff and expanded on it. Well, great. You know, more power to them. But nothing is new. Believe me. So you're saying that the chatterbait actually was out from the '60s? Is it pretty much the same kind of deal? A blade attached to a jig head, same kind of thing? It's actually one piece. The blade is exactly the same, but it's one piece connected to the head. I tell you what, I've actually got one in my hand in the in the package made by South Bend. It's called It's a Doozy. It's a Doozy. Yeah, wow. I T S A D U Z Y. Hey, once you and get that, that new, is, once you get the new iPhone set up, you need to send me a picture of that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you can look them South Bend up, and you know South Bend originated this thing, not not whoever makes it now. It's a doozy, isn't that something? Wow, that's crazy that 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 happened like that. And what's the original Whopper <clears throat> Plopper then? What what was that? The Whopper Plopper that was a musky bait. Yeah, it's still a it was the top raider. Something they call it. The top you know, raider. They still make them. They're still on the market. You can buy them anywhere, <laughs> and they're made out of wood. Mm-hmm. So you D- know? Dahlberg is snowballing us then. <laughs> yep. <laughs> hey Tom, I gotta share. I gotta. I gotta share a little story uh, that you might, right. you might, or, or or might not remember. But uh, it was really cool for me the the first time I. You know, a couple of years in the tournament fishing, I fished the state championship through TBF on lacrosse, and I think it was 2011. Oh, wow. And uh, and I caught a big bag, ended up getting third in that tournament, and I caught a big fit, a six-pounder. And after that tournament, wow. um, you came up to me, and, and you were like, man, where the hell did you catch that fish? Because it was, <laughs> it was at a time of year where the big fish weren't really showing up. And uh, I didn't know it was you. I knew of you, and I'd watched it on TV. I didn't recognize you at the time, and I was like, I caught it in the river. And I think I walked away. <laughs> and uh, somebody was like, that was Tom Monsoor. And I'm like, oh, man, I think I just pissed off Tom Monsoor. Yeah, you're like, I wouldn't have been a but, jag uh, off to him if I'd known it was Tom But, I mean, that, it was honestly, it was one of the first interactions I'd had with a professional fisherman, and, and it, uh, it was really cool. And uh, I just wanted to That's remind you of cool. that. Awesome. That's cool. Hey, Tom. I wish you'd have told me where you, where you caught it. <laughs> I caught it at the Onalaska Spillway, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> That's funny. That is outstanding. Hey, Tom, we're, we're out of time, man. And, uh, again, just uh, really want to say how awesome it is that you finally, you finally did this, man. You got the big W. Uh, close so many times, but you finally did it. And uh, congratulations, man. Awesome. Well, thank thank you very much. I appreciate that. What are you going to do with that hundred thousand? What's what's going on? Where are you going to spend some of that at? Yeah, you know, I might buy a new boat. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, I got a I got a 2011 with a 2013. I've been nursing it. You know, <laughs> and, keep it going. Uh, I'm I'm probably I'm I'm probably due. You know, you but, earned it for sure. Yeah, get yourself a new boat. <laughs> but we also like to say dance with who brung you, so maybe you want to drive that thing a little longer. Hey, Steve Kennedy finally got a new boat, so you can yeah. too. Did, 
Did he really? Yeah, he was on last week. He, he traded it in. He's he got, got a bass cat now. He got a bass cat. He's riding the kitty. What he's doing? Did he really? That's, they're nice boats too. Oh yeah. Hey Tom, thanks so yeah. much, man. We appreciate you coming on, uh, and you're welcome anytime here. I, I, there's so much more to learn about swim jigs, and you're the man to well, learn. I'll from. Call, call call again sometime if you ever want to do something more, and we'll you know we'll talk about it. And and if anybody is really looking for the real real head that I made, there is a guy that got my mold. It's called a humdinger, I think. He sells them at Tackle mm-hmm. Warehouse. If anybody wants some, they can get they can get actually my real Jake from from that guy, I guess. The okay, Got, gotcha. And hey, do me a favor for next time. Figure out that Skype machine so we could see you. I will. Okay, I will. And then you could hold just, up. Hey, I just I just I got a good Apple computer, but I use it for eBay. <laughs> and I've and I've got I just got an iPhone because I needed all these apps. I'm just learning about all these apps and stuff now. You know, you're such a hipster. <laughs> yeah, but I am I am learning. You know, slowly but surely, I'm learning. Tom Monsu, are you on Snapchat? <laughs> get on Snapchat. What? Yeah, get on. Oh. <laughs> it's fun. Hey Tom, thanks again so much, and look forward to having you again. And uh, and and best of luck to you, man. It's so good, to, good to say. Thank Stay healthy, sir. Thank keep you. it rolling. Take care. That's Tom Monsoor, FLW champion and swim jig, the Lord of the swim jig. That's aficionado. what he is right there, yes. aficionado. Hey, I'm Pat Renwick. This is Ryan Whitaker. Uh, when we get back, it is uh, thrift time. It's time for a little smoke on the water with the 2017. F-L-W-A-O-Y, right here. Put the power poles bound down. We're coming right back. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to StrayCast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace!